The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your hunk. I'm Dozio Midnight, and count it down with me, lovers, and raise your glass to those three little words that we all want to hear. Let's get hunky. And I'm Carter, and we're just passing Rodeo Drive. Did you ever shop there? I did once. It was a hunk mistake. Big hunk. Why are we so hunky? Why are you so that's hunky? The first, well, that's the first time that's the first time anybody's ever quoted one of the outtakes from the movies. Mm-hmm. In the beginning. Is that an outtake? That's mm-hmm. an outtake, my guy. That's apocryphal. I don't even know that's if we a can bloop, actually baby. say that. I'll take it. Dude, I didn't even finish <laughs> the last 20 minutes of this movie anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's blooping out on us over here. I love it. Uh, uh, that's why I, I love, love it. a good blooper reel. I'll tell Honestly, you. Honestly, blooper reels was good in this one, wasn't it? I love a good blooper reel. Good bloopers. Love well, I'm the hunk because I'm in love. Hey, <laughs> hmm. I'm the hunk because I'm in love. Why? And I'm the hunk because I'm in love. Who are you in love with? Chelsea. I'm in love with Callie. I'm in, and Doge I'm in, doesn't in, love anybody. I'm in love with my wife. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Do you guys remember from out. Borat? You cut out. You want to take that one more time since you cut you out. You guys remember the scene Borat? It's because the funny line from somewhere. Borat. I'm in love with my wife, like Borat. No, you remember? It went away again. It went away again. It's so my weird. W- my wife. Unplug your mic. Plug it back in. You want to plug your mic real quick? Click, click. Unplug, unplug, plug, plug, plug. Oh, I'm in man. love with. I'm in love with my wife. I guess we'll never know. Today we are discussing <laughs> Jessica. A val- we're discussing. Well, Jessica, we're not talking about her, her. pros, about her cons, her merits, <laughs> her demerits. No, we're talking about a movie. Demerits. All about love on this Hallmark's mm. greatest gift to the world. Mm. The holiday all about smooching. Holiday all about hugging. Holiday all about love. <laughs> Got a holiday about Lirovir. And this movie. Named after the day itself is known as nothing else other than Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> oh, sorry, day. my fault. My fault. Valentine's Day is what the name of this movie is. We said the wrong movie last week. It's Valentine's you, Day, of course. Hey, y'all need to get if, your tickets, by the way, if you haven't yet. We're a week out. Mm. You can grab them on that Alamo mm. Pass. Valentine's Day has been out for 13 years. We don't need tickets. Valentine's Day. 
Just yeah. watch it on HBO Max. <laughs> it's easy. We're talking about Valentine's Day, the ensemble, 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 ensemble cast movie from 2010, directed by Princess Diaries hero and pretty woman legend, Gary Marshall. Oh, Gary Marsh. A little, little bit of G Marsh. And I'm going to need a synopsis before we can move legally any further. This week's IMDb synopsis has no credited author, which, of course, means that as did Athena in the days of old, spring forth from the head of Zeus, ready to give wisdom to the mortals. This synopsis sprung forth out of the ether. No, you're doing intertwining, so far. <laughs> well, intertwining couples and singles in Los Angeles break up and make up based on the pressures and expectations of Valentine's a day. I guess IMDb stands for, I mean, dang, boy, because that was a short synopsis. I mean, I'm making up for last week. I have an allotted number of synopsis minutes per month, and last week's synopsis was uh, like three or four paragraphs. We we dropped statistically 200% of our listening audience during your synopsis last week. So I think that's That's crazy. We actually did get feedback, a lot of feedback about that synopsis. And it's not really Doge's synopsis. He didn't synopsify that. He just shared someone else's. No, no, it's Doge. People loved it. Protect the innocent over here. I mean, I got a lot of letters about it. People are like, "Dang, dude, how do you podcast so good?" And I was like, "You know, it just it it comes to me. You just got to read. It's easy. Just find the big blocks." If I crashed my car into my neighbor's living room, I didn't make the car, but I sure as heck drove it straight through their house, huh? Yep. Maybe I think I need to see the accident report. I can't be sure. Well, my insur- my insurance situation is a little weird right now. I'm going to have to get in touch with you maybe at a later date about the this way accident. I see it. The house was moving towards the car. <laughs> Why'd you put a house there? That's where I'm trying to drive. I think I'm going to do I'm going to do something a little crazy. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Finally. He's he's usually so even keel. And regular. I'm so, I'm so predictable and normal, but this time I'm getting a little wild. Okay. I'm going to super dump. And I think. Ooh. I think it's going to. On today, really today, Valentine's if you're listening, Day. If you're you're going to do that to today. Podcast right now, I want you to hear me. You don't know her. She doesn't know you. You don't have to defend her. <laughs> Taylor Swift is terrible. <laughs> yeah. I know it was stunt casting. I know it's a bit that they're in this movie. Every moment that Taylor they Swift were dating was at on the my screen, good yeah. for them. Every moment that Taylor Swift is on my screen is agony. She yeah. makes she makes Taylor Lautner look like an Academy Award winner. I understand the appeal of him now because next to her, he's unbelievable. I she Every scene she was in killed every ounce of momentum that anything was trying to get. Did started. you see all the all the Easter eggs she dropped for her upcoming era in this though, dude? It's wild. I can't imagine She's a caring genius. about anything less in my entire life than the fact that Taylor Swift even has a lucky number, much less what it is. <laughs> get it out of my face. I wanted to. I I honestly, it made me dislike her music watching this movie. Wow. I saw. I saw this movie and now I think she's a bad musician because of this movie. Oh no. I, it is the That's worst thing. I I'm just kidding, Carter. Let me no, have some don't. hyperbole. Okay. I I just let me finish. It it is it is the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. I don't I, think it is cuz I saw worst acting in this very movie. No, you didn't. 
Yes, it's not, no, even, you didn't. It's not even humanly no, possible. Are you gonna super? Are you gonna super dump Taylor Lautner? No, no, he's Good, better because that's tired. The that's only person boring. that even came close to how bad she was was McSteamy, who might as well have been a cinder block brought to life. But what Taylor Swift was even worse. No. Zero out of ten. Super dump. She was the second. Don't worst. even have to, don't even have to think about it. Who was She's worse than worst Carter? Worst Who was worse for this? Movie. Which which yes. hang on? Which actor Happy in this Valentine's movie? Day, Taylor. Which actor in this movie was worse than Taylor Swift, the non-actor? <laughs> I I won't argue that Taylor was really bad. <laughs> so really bad. bad. The worst actor in this movie, and I'm bring it on, <laughs> is Ashton Kutcher. Whoa! No. Not yeah. a chance. No, not a it chance, looks like dude. He stumbled <laughs> upon an improv crew the whole time. There's a lot none of, of times his reactions he messes up his lines. None of his reactions make sense. The his eyebrows don't he move. Actually, gets told, "I don't want <laughs> to marry you," and he's like, "Okay, I think my cue now is to go talk to the dog," which is awful writing, and be yes. like, "Okay, dog, will you at least stay with me?" He looks. He's so bad. I could pick a stranger off the street and they would have done better than that. It, it was, it was. You couldn't pick Taylor I think, though. I know. What if the person thing. you grabbed was Taylor I think Swift? <laughs> what made Ashton above Taylor for me barely is he just had so much more time. We made Ashton Kutcher what felt like the central story, right? Yeah. yeah. In the ensemble cast, there's usually one story that's kind of carrying a little bit of everything. And it was him. And what a waste of time. What a waste of time. It sh- he should not have been the central character. It was really bad. I blame the script for Ashton. I blame Taylor for Taylor. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean I. It's like, oh man, I didn't. I didn't really like the three minutes that I had. Well, yeah, but I really didn't like the thirty minutes that I had. Hey, it just was fair. more. That's fair. More bad. That's not fair. good. I. Quick free advice for everybody listening: If you're planning on proposing. On Valentine's Day, maybe brush your teeth first. with your partner before that. Just brush your teeth first. Even that's that's a big step, I think. Can you imagine living in a world where it's like bam, 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 bam? Hit the alarm, wake up. We've been together for a long time. <laughs> it's just, that is it's not happening. Sanity, Whoa. absolutely happening. bonkers. Yeah, that they wrote. I mean, this script. Have sucks. I told you Yeah, the story about. It's really sad. I don't know if I want to tell it on Valentine's Day. But it's also really funny. Is it worth? Yeah, yeah. From sure. all the information yeah. you know about this story, is it worth? <laughs> hmm, let me. So think. there was a scenario when I gave Chelsea some pretty big news as soon as she woke up, and I will not use names, but good friends of ours had a great dog they'd had for a long time, and I had received a text. Chelsea and I had both got a text. Hey, we're gonna have to put the puppy down. Oh, ooh, brutal. Like set it on and the ground, can, like not pick it back up. Hang out with the kiddos while we go to the vet to put puppy down. Y'all, I I wept. This was one of the hardest times I've ever cried. Is after this happened. Yeah. Anyways, I'll tell more details when we're off of this podcast. But I I was caught in this thing of like I think Chelsea needs to know this. She would want to be here for that, but she is fast asleep. She's been sick for a while. She's exhausted. The dog, the sweet puppy's name, may he rest in peace, was Samson. I wake Chelsea up. And she goes, what time is it? And I said, Samson's entire body is a tumor. That's the first thing I told her. <laughs> and as soon as I said it, I was like, what? Like, I didn't know. I, there was no practice of like how to even 
But she woke up to like, it's like wake up, dad really died. Knowing what time of day it was, it was a nap, Ooh. and so it could have been night. She didn't know, and I said, "Baby, his whole body is a tumor," and she, understandably, was a bit was a bit shocked at that revelation. Sure, I, think I would be too. Yeah, I don't think uh, big news is meant for fresh wake host huh? big snooze. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. Good, no big news you got, after big snooze. You got to choose one. You got to choose you one. You have to choose. You choose. They can't. You they can't happen. Big news, big snooze. They can't happen within one hour of each other. One hour. If you I big, would say thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Give me thirty mm-hmm. minutes. If you big snooze until seven oh one, sorry, big news out of the question until eight a.m. Seven thirty one for me. Not a chance. Just give me thirty. <laughs> Recover from that big snooze before you get to big news. Just give me thirty. Yeah. Uh, by the way, also proposal news. shouldn't be a surprise. No. They should not be discussing how many kids and dogs they want post-proposal. <laughs> That's insane. Zoinks. What are you agreeing to? How long have they been together? A week? Zoinks. Yeah. yeah. The, th- the uh, honest answer is that they did not exist before the script summoned them into being. Right. Yeah. Because this is the well, most... Uh, I'll super well, dump. No, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't want to cut you Well, off. I was going to say, before we dive too deep into the minutia of the sure. mandudusha... Of this movie. I, there, ooh, hmm, yeah. Um, so this movie made four times the amount that uh, it cost to actually make the movie. It was a $50 million movie. Hello, because of the people, because right. of the cast. Right. Uh, Julia Roberts made $3 million. I think it was like $12,000 a word. Um, <laughs> and it was $200 million is what it made worldwide. So here's the thing. We do have this acknowledgement. And fortunately, they don't all have to look like this. But there is the acknowledgement like, hey, more stars, more money. Yep. I think in the end, I would have preferred just to see all these people hang out. Sure. Yeah. Just give me a and round give table. Them a sc- <laughs> yeah. 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 I just want to see you guys hang out. Because yes, we have done, what are some g- huge casts that we've done, we've seen done well? Oceans. Love Actually. Love Actually. Pretty big. I mean, this was huge. I mean, this is this is a big deal. This is though. even bigger than Love Actually. This is yeah. big, this is, big, big. This cast is ridiculous. Which was yeah, almost my super. It's got to be tough. It's too big. Yeah. You cut. I was talking to Callie after we finished. This is a much better movie. Not a good movie, but a much better movie. If you remove Ashton Kutcher, five, three <laughs> storylines, five people. I think yeah. you take out everything with uh, McSteamy, Bradley Cooper. Julia Roberts and everything to do with high school. Yeah. Because all of those stories are underbaked. Yeah, the Emma Roberts side of things too. Yeah. Yeah, gone. Gone. All of that Taylor and Taylor gone, Emma Roberts and her boyfriend gone. I feel uh, like every like Julia Rob Julia Roberts and Bradley Cooper talking on a plane is one of the best parts of this movie. You get rid of it. I'm sorry. You don't need you get it. Get rid of no, it. No, you don't need the it. Storylines yeah. unnecessary. The I I guess the, the coming out story of the football player is convoluted and weird and the reactions of people are bad and he did it Yeah, and it's career. not thoughtful. It's not That's, good. It's no. so funny. Like within 48 hours, I had seen episode three of Last of Us and the Valentine's right. Day. And so it's sure, like, hey, sure. dude, <laughs> let's, let's ask everybody how they feel about this scenario. This felt yeah. like we've got 53 days. Let's get two hot guys because right. at least we can, that's an easier pill to swallow that it's an athlete that's gay. Right. It's like, that is not, yeah. Yeah, you remove yeah, all of that. that so you extend out, you extend out Grandpa's story so that he actually comes to some realization instead of just having a weird day and then being like, "Actually, I love my wife." It made me sad. Gary Marshall 
does good movies. Oh, yeah. Especially really in like this movies. genre. Yeah. But it sure felt like he was like, man, Love Actually, I really enjoyed that movie. That's all it was. Down to the radio. Really, we got to make sure that we've got really a, an old relationship with a kid. Kids got to be there. Mm-hmm. And they've got to they've got to love an adult and you love like, kids Ugh. love the kids storyline. If I'm being honest with you, I thought the yeah, sweetest yeah. part of the movie was, really was sweet. Jennifer Garner's reaction to him giving her the flowers. Right. I thought it was but we so measure, sweet. We measure that against Liam Neeson's relationship to sure. his son that lost it. So you even yeah. gave me your best thing is not even really holding too much of a candle to what it's copying. One of yeah, so. Yeah. No, I agree. That's a bummer. And he's done things like New Year's Day. Like he's got a lot of days yeah. that he's done that have just a big cast. It's like tax season is a big movie for him. <laughs> President's Day, Cesar Chavez Day. Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Can't forget that hit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's a big one. Tuesday. No, I, I, I agree. This movie is maybe the most overloaded, bloated movie I've ever watched. Um, and but that's how, that's also how it was pitched. I saw this movie in theaters with my roommate. Oh, really? Tommy and I saw this in 2010. Yeah, I was a junior in college. Because we were like, we have to. I was already fascinated with just anything that was just going for it. And this movie, even seeing the trailers for this, looked bad. Yep. We yeah. Like, this is not going to be good. We got to be there. The blatant uh, product placement. Not saying Taylor Swift was a product, but she certainly is a brand. Yeah. In this movie was mm-hmm. like, oh. It feels like, like every it. piece of casting was equally stunt though. Yeah. Like it really Pretty doesn't much. feel like there's a casting in this that is not stunt casting. Um, well, I don't know. It depends because I actually think there's several people that do fine and are charming. They do fine. But the whole point of the movie is look at all these people we got in this movie. Yeah. But then at that point, don't you think the the – don't you think the chains move down the field a little bit for what stunt casting, what qualifies as stunt casting when everybody- No way. I Because I think this is stunt casting the movie. Like I absolutely think that, that's my super dump, is that like not a single one of these characters is like actually a character. They're all character uh, ideas. Jessica Biel yeah. is. I like Jessica Biel's character a lot. She's a character idea. She's a character start. Like all of these, it feels like, and I, I, I don't know. Like the writing process with Gary Marshall was either like, can I do Love Actually colon Gary's edition? Mm-hmm. Or here's all these ideas I have for movies. I don't know how to finish any of them. Let's just jam yeah. them all together. Like sure. nobody, yeah. like I would way have preferred an entire movie of Jessica Biel and Jamie Foxx. That's a great movie. I would love to watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, instead self, of- It's out instead there of, if you want to see it. <laughs> yeah, instead of- <laughs> Instead of it, 20 minutes here. <laughs> I would love to watch an entire movie of uh, Ashton, who's the best actor in this movie, and Jennifer Garner. Like, that would be great. I would love to watch that movie. Dude. Instead I of 20 give, minutes of it here. I genuinely give best actor in the movie to Jessica Biel and Jamie Foxx. They're the best. They, they, yeah. they deliver the best performances. Jennifer Garner's act, actually great for me in this movie. Jennifer Garner really I like works Anne for me Hathaway here. Too, to I like Anne Hathaway, too. I like Anne Hathaway. I would love I, an entire movie of Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace. This should but have like, been those three storylines with the kid thrown in on the sideline. No, just pick one. Like, yeah, I don't I'm know, okay man. I'm okay with a multi-storyline movie. That doesn't bother me. I'm okay me. with it's a multi-storyline movie if they're not just character starts. Like, I think- there's only three of them, there's more room, you know? Sure. I think, like, so Crazy Stupid Love was the same year as this. It was the year Can after. Can you believe? Yes. Was it really? Was it 2011? Yeah, because I wrote off Crazy that? Stupid Love because I the trailer's- the cast was so big on Crazy Stupid Love yeah. that I thought it was another movie like this. I thought it was another cash I grab. Think, 
I think Crazy Stupid Love lands the plane a little better than, I mean, certainly better than this, but better than Love Actually as well. Crazy Stupid Love is a top three movie of all time for me. But that that is because it's a huge cast, but every single character is a character, not just a character's start. Not just like, here's an idea for a character we can have. When you say huge cast, it's about a third the size of this cast. Certainly. Certainly. So that's what I'm saying is like, you can still do an ensemble cast. It doesn't have to be ensemble for the ensemble's sake. And it doesn't have to be the only description of the cast is ensemble because I think there's (laughs) like other words you can use to describe those casts. But every, I don't know. I just keep coming back to, and that's my super dumb. That's what I felt the gang cast. The whole time I was watching, it was like every single person is an idea of like, we could have a character like this someday. And like, that's as far as it got. Yeah. I think the ones that do it very well are so hidden in terms of big casts. Because now I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, every Avengers movie, Glass Onion, Knives yeah. Out. Yeah. Like, these are all movies that have tons of big actors. And, you know, maybe half of them are what we can, could consider whatever is subjective of like an A-lister. Yeah. But it's just like they have some kind of characterization that is done a little bit more thoughtfully. Can I tell <laughs> you guys something weird that's going to sound crazy? Okay. You love this movie. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I had fun watching it. It's a fun watch. I'd watch it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would watch it again. It's stupid. It's cheesy. It sucks. It's like a five out of ten. And I'd watch it again. I really enjoyed it. I thought that it was yeah. stupid and um, weirdly charming at several parts. There's just enough charm here to, to keep me interested. I, I could watch yeah. I could watch a movie called yeah. Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts sit next to each other on a plane. That was great. Th- honestly, honestly, what it is is I could watch a movie called Gary Marshall. Because I think that's sure. that's his mo is like these like these little decept- deceptively charming characters. 100%, I feel yeah. like he's got the market cornered on like this is the most charming person in the world. I think he's with how frenetic it. it was, like the pace of like we're, we didn't really get much more than what felt like two and a half minutes of any story at a time. I agree. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Like that w- that worked against it and for it because I was like, oh, I, if I don't like these next three in a row, I know at least I'm getting back to the plane soon. It, <laughs> yeah, it felt like so peak, that's what was so bizarre about it. Like peak Game of Thrones, where it was like, we're going to jump around the entire continent. We're going to do six yeah. laps around the like, continent. Get Bran out of my episode. face. Show me what yeah. Arya's up to. Yeah. yeah, right. 100%. It's like, I know he still can't walk or see or whatever. He's, he's just, just I want to move on. He's just rolling around at the speed of just sound. He's going to become dude. king one day. I, man, the, well, who has a better story? I think that, um, so so much of this movie works in spite of itself, and I'm unwilling to give any credit to the movie itself for it, and all the you know credit to the people is? on screen. Talk to me, dude. This movie is the McDonald's menu. Ooh, it is literally, give it give it yep. It yep. is like hit hit. It's like man, McFlurry's been there for me. Whopper's been there for me. That's Burger King. Uh, sorry, <laughs> McDonald's it's been actually, there for me. It's actually McDreamy. McNuggets have been there for me. McDreamy's been there for me. McSteamy. But it's like, it's this huge thing that you never, ever think about consuming all of it at once or that you possibly can. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, I got bites. I got I, I got different, but yeah. If I got the all of the McDonald's menu at once, I sit around and I look at all of that and I'm like, man, this makes sense. I like all of these things. Can't do it all. Can't have it Too all much. in this time frame. You yep. got to give me more time because this is getting cold. This is going to melt, and I think that's my favorite, so I'm going to consume that first. But yeah, I'm having to bounce around to try and eat everything. But you take a bite of everything so you know what's actually good to get next time, what to focus on. Sure. Yeah. Yep. I I agree. That's a great metaphor. Yeah, and it's also cheap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can I tell you guys what I want to focus on? Yeah. Who held my focus the entire time he was on screen? 
He had very few scenes at all. George He's credited. No, not George Lopez. I loved George Lopez though. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> uh, my super pump for this movie is credited on IMDb, only known as Tough Franklin. The kid Franklin, Jonathan Morgan oh, Height. With the shirt. With the his goalie. shirt. Who kept That's putting his shirt over his head. super pump for this movie. Loved that kid. Oh, he was, insanity. He insanity. was my guy. Everything he did was like, so funny to me. Was Loving funny. the design on the McFlurry cup. That's what it that is. It was funny. Not in Franklin's <laughs> house. He was funny. His his official credit is as Tough Franklin. They never call him Tough Franklin in the nope, movie. Not even one time. That I believe that that was for the kid. I believe like, that Franklin, Franklin. I believe that Franklin calls himself Tough Franklin for sure. Franklin is the only character that I feel like exists when the camera is not pointed at him. <laughs> Franklin's living his life and happens to be in this movie. Everybody else is performing for this movie. I've. I've, Franklin reminded me of, I've got a, a buddy who coaches like little league, like soccer. And there's a boy on their team that just acts like a wolf the whole time. Yes. Yes. He'll be on all fours and just like howl yes. the whole time. Good. He's a bunch of like six-year-old boys. And he's <laughs> just like, like if he falls down, I saw this kid fall down one time. And it was quite the tumble. Which, first of all, like road. seeing a kid fall down is pretty Pretty funny. choice. Pretty choice. Pretty yeah. funny every time. They have rubber bones. It doesn't even really hurt them. Yep. But he just like growls a little bit and then just starts like licking his Shut arm. Shut up. And then keeps playing. <laughs> yes. There is, there is something vaguely O'Doyle about this kid that I really appreciate. Mm. Um, Steve, it's very Steve Holt about this kid. Just screaming his own name. Yes. It's pretty yes. fantastic. Yeah, I um I also I liked him. I, I would never in a million years elevate him to my super pump, but I liked him and I, I value you. What did you, you know, what could person. you possibly have liked more than him? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after this uh who, hey, take a little break. Who else who else gets an adjective in front of their name in the cast list? It's a great point. Queen Latifah. Queen's no, I'll give it to him. All right, yeah, no. It's not an adjective. It's also not our character name. Let's go to the shout announcements. Welcome to Shout Announcements, part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements. Shout out to Paul Rudd. Uh, always, first of all. Shout out, Paulie. Paulie. Uh, next week. If you're wondering why Paul Rudd, we're talking about Quantumania next week. Can't for real this time. This actually. Very excited for it. Did you guys Very know, excited. actually, so one thing about this movie is that when Ant-Man gets big, you know, like how he, he gets small and then like at the airport and Civil War and stuff, he'll get big. This is a joke for sure. No, it's not a joke on this podcast. Oh my gosh. Just say tell it. me about it. When he gets big though, they changed like the call the, the call list for that day of what actors have to report to set. They uh, if he's going to be big in a scene, like they'll know before they show up because they'll call for tall Rudd. Yeah, and if he's going to be little, so they, obvious. Why if he's going to be little, they call for small Rudd. Small Rudd was right there and it was easier. That's really good. Doge, I'm going to let you finish out announcements. You may be looking around and saying, hmm, on my desk, I see lots of things. But the main thing I'm looking at is that cord. Well, I'm here to tell you, you should be looking at Discord instead. Dude, and... You can be a part of our Discord for $5 a month. 
uh, and we're doing fun things like there, uh, fun things on there, like like uh, messaging one another, complimenting Ooh. my good synopses. Uh, but if five bucks a month is too steep for you, you can join our Patreon for three bucks a month. We have a lower tier offer for you where you'll get access to our exclusive bonus episode feed. Um, those are a good time. Usually, sometimes they're boring, I think, but most of the time they're fun. Yeah. And you get extra votes in certain series. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, yeah, we got the hunkies. Got the hunkies coming up. So those extra votes yes, are going to be a big deal hunkies. for you. Got the hunkies. The Oscars agreed with a couple things for, for us, I think, in terms of nominations. But yeah, looking forward to that. Um, can we also say what comes out after Quantumania? I think that's worth saying. That sure. is worth saying. <laughs> uh, cocaine Bear. Cocaine <laughs> Bear. Cocaine it's Bear. It's too interesting not to we review it for not. this podcast. We can't not do it. Cocaine Bear. That was almost if, our mascot like four years ago. I, mean, I know. It's wild that it's a movie now. It sucks that we came up with the idea of what if a bear had cocaine in his mouth and blood, mm-hmm. and then that really happened in real life, and then they made a movie of it. We gotta I wish, find a way to see this one together. I wish we'd copyrighted that. Mm. Yeah, that'd be fun. I feel like we should try and see this one together. It's got to be a together watch, I think. Yep. Yeah. We can make it happen. And that You guys want to come been... over? I can just, I can give drugs to my dog bear <laughs> and we could just have our own bootleg cocaine oh, bear yeah. at home. Sudafed bear. Sudafed bear. <laughs> this is not a joke. He kept having bad allergies, so we had to put him on Claritin. You guys want to come over and watch Claritin bear? Oh, that's fun. It's the prequel. It's a gateway. <laughs> Claritin, Claritin's such a slippery slope, man. <laughs> you gotta watch out. Claritin will ruin your life before you even know it. Yeah, you don't want none of that. And we're back. We're back in the show, the one that we do. I'd like to talk about my super pump, please. Is it tough, Franklin? It isn't, but it's adjacent. Then I don't think I want to hear it, actually. Uh, my super pump for this movie is that in the middle of a movie that is. Uh, thoughtless at times and underbaked almost always. I really loved how seriously and sincerely everybody took the young boy. Uh, What's his name? Not Edison. Hey, guess what, guys? His name is Edison, but Hector Elizondo calls him by his true name at a certain point in this movie. Did you guys Wait, catch really? that piece of throwaway dialogue? No. no. When Hector Elizondo reveals the true name, the true face of our enemy? <laughs> no. He refers to this boy as Mr. E. Oh, does he really? Oh. We found him. You lie. I'm 100% serious. Wow, that's amazing. It's been this boy the entire time. The whole time. It makes sense. 13 years later, dude. That's but wild. I... I just, I don't know. I really appreciated that every adult not only took Edison seriously, but like was really careful to not squash his little heart. I know. Uh, It was really sweet. I thought that the scene with, the scenes with Ashton in the flower shop where he's like, yeah, let's give him the flowers, dude. He deserves it. Yeah, let's take him to deliver the flowers. It's Valentine's Day. This kid's in love. When his grandpa talks to him sincerely about meeting uh, his grandmother instead of being uh, patronizing or dismissive when Jennifer Garner's character is really, really genuinely sweet with him and like thanks him for the compliment, but points his affection in a more appropriate direction. I, I don't know, man. It was, yeah, it was really heartwarming sweet. to me and it really worked. And it's that is the sole reason that I would not cut that storyline out because I think that it is some of the most heart 
that this movie ever yeah. has is in Edison's storyline. Now, they did make him a grade A dork and a snitch, and I don't like either of those things. <laughs> well, what do you expect? I mean, he grows up to be the no ultimate of villain mine. of our podcast. Yeah, he's a total dweeb, and uh, that girl's never going to end up liking him because he's way too dorky. He needs to get some edge. He's got to experience some heartbreak. But, but really he does like- love Discovery Channel, and that worked out well for me. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, there man, I, I loved, that's my super pump. I just, I really adored that storyline in particular. I thought it was really yeah. well executed. Yeah. Mine is the undeniable, I don't know if I'd call it chemistry. Something works when Gary, when Gary Marshall has Julia Roberts. Yeah, for sure. Julia Roberts yeah. is my super pump. Uh, she earned every bit of the $12,000 per word. Pound for pound, best part of the um, movie for sure. Yeah, I think, I don't know what that comes from. I think it's, uh, understandably, like, she's a great actress. She's she's won awards and stuff, and I basically enjoy her and everything that she does. It's unfortunate that <laughs> there's behind the scenes, like, we talked about her on Hook, about how awful she was. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, wasn't it Spielberg that was just like, I'm never working with her again, basically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, but I felt like, she kind of felt at home, like, in a real cheesy way. It was like, hey, here's another like movie with a director that I love and I know what yeah. he wants and I know what I can deliver. She just felt, she's the only person to me that it didn't feel like they only had 53 days. And it's probably <laughs> because she was on a little set that was like a tunnel mm-hmm. and sure. then yeah. had an airport scene. Like She, she really could have shot have all of her do, stuff in one day. Yeah, This was the cushiest $3 million of all time. This is oh, like yeah. when the superstar quarterback gets to become a sportscaster and they're making more money now. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. yeah. But it worked. And I was trying to think of like, in this menagerie of like so many different actors, if there's one that I could pluck out, would it make much of a difference? I do think if Julia Roberts isn't in this movie, it's worse for me. Yeah. Did you know that Jennifer Aniston and Jodie Foster both passed on that role? Good. Yeah. She or was third. She was. A is third it that choice. they passed or that they auditioned and didn't get it? I read that they passed on it. Wow. I just can't imagine. That she was third wasn't offered to Julia first. Going straight to Julia for anything. Hmm. Well, I bet what happened is she had other things going on or something. And the only way to get her to do it was like, hey, we'll make you top build for these 10 minutes. Yeah. You'll be top build. You can, if you give us four days, we'll give you $3 million. I don't it's like, it's 250 words, y'all. It's, it's, a, it's a short essay response. Mm-hmm. $3 million. I don't want to discount Bradley Cooper's role in the charm either. I think he is an underrated charmer yeah, in my book. And I think that him and Julia Roberts should be in stuff together because I thought they were great. And I think yeah. that any excuse to put Julia Roberts on a screen laughing, showing all her teeth and throwing her head back, that's a 10 for me, baby. I love it every yeah. time. And I love that Anne Hathaway is here because to me, Anne Hathaway is very much in the same vein as Julia Roberts where she- I mean, Gary Gary thinks so too. Yeah. Gary plucked Julia Roberts right. out of obscurity, plucked Anne Hathaway out of obscurity. In this one, do you think there's any part of him that's like, hell yeah, do it the third time again with, with Emma Roberts? Let's get another- she Yeah, I, I bet. She doesn't have it. She right, but, but but was he was he at, at any point like, Julia Roberts, check. Anne Hathaway, check. Emma Roberts, let's go. Potentially. Possibly, yeah. I mean, he's been able to do it before, so. I just think that- I wouldn't- be surprised if Pride snuck in a little bit. Having Julia Roberts and Anne Hathaway in the same movie was really fun for me because I love them both for the same It movie. felt like, I mean, it was a Gary Marshall reunion special. It was like everybody who's ever had a good time working with Gary Marshall is here yeah, in this Yeah, the, the lady that worked at the flower shop is in Pretty Woman and Princess Diaries. Hector yeah. Elizondo's here. Uh, you Broke My Brush is here. Um, yep. 
Paolo. That's his name. Paolo. Paolo's here. Obviously, Anne. Dude, the Paolo scene in this movie is utter insanity. It's so dumb. Real. Hey, let me just go on record and say real Southwest would never. Let me go ahead Actual, and cover- In actuality, Southwest would never. <laughs> let me go ahead and cover the entire price of your ticket because I, in the last- You said she's like sunshine? Decided, yeah. What? What? <laughs> what is that? And there is almost nothing more infuriating in- a movie to me than a scene like in the hallway of the school with Ashton Kutcher and Jennifer Garner where she's not letting him talk, but also where he's not like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Just give me one. I, like, you need to hear yeah. what I'm actually trying to say. I don't know. It's just so… Um, That's what I'm talking about. Like half-baked. this whole movie, everything feels like, a, ooh, we could do this. This would be a cool idea for a scene one day. Which maybe that's what Underbaked is. Yeah, it's got to be at least part of it, right? Because I think in a movie you would define underbaked as just not well thought out. Yeah, it's it's fine, I suppose, but um, nobody thought about the details. Nobody thought about how to make it feel real or good, right? And I think that's the that's the disappointing part because there's clearly there's clearly enough small elements here to make a good a better movie. I'll say that. Yeah. And instead, we take attention away from those small things and focus on the much, much worse things like Taylor Swift. Um, Did you guys feel bad for Jessica Alba in this movie? No. She's the only person that didn't end up with somebody. I did not care about her. Nah, she chose herself, I guess. I'm surprised. She chose her work. I'm surprised that we did any more with her than simply her saying no at the beginning. Right. She should have said no instead of yes and then turning it around. Yeah, I'm not sure why she came back and we had another scene of her checking into the hotel. No, instead of instead of yes, later no, she should have said no and then kicked off his Valentine's Day in a bad mood and let him move forward that way. I also don't appreciate that him and Jennifer Garner both moved on from serious love interests all in the same day. <laughs> yeah. It's Valentine's Day though, you know? It's a special magic day. Apparently. <laughs> Oh, man. I totally was expecting, with all the connections, the fact that some of them didn't really connect to other big stars in the movie was kind of funny to me. It makes sense, but like I was expecting George Lopez's Julia Roberts' husband. Uh, I was like, you know, what are all of these connections going to be? And then when it turned out to just be somebody relatively random, I was like, oh, like why was I let down? Because I definitely got hooked (laughs) on all the little connections that were being made. let me tell you something. George Lopez… Yeah, uh, almost always works for me, like all the time. He's so, I think yeah. he's charming, first of all. But we had the same discussion with Shark Boy and Lava Girl, dude. He was awesome in that movie and he's awesome here. He just. Do you think Taylor Lautner unlocks something in him? Yeah, I think that's. Let's be his full potential. <laughs> the secret ingredient for sure. That's so good. Can we Y'all just. Lautner is still bad though. Oh, he's terrible. Can we just talk about how the Taylors clearly were like, I'll be in this movie, but. Uh, I have to be able to run and do flips or else I'm not coming on the movie. (laughs) And then Swift was like, if I can't have 13 somewhere, I (laughs) just, listen, I really, I don't hate Taylor Swift as a person. I genuinely don't. And I think that she, she makes some good music sometimes. Yeah. But the 13 lucky number thing, I can't think of anything I care less about in my entire life. Is she a is she a the rock situation? Where I was like, as an an entertainer, yes, thumbs up, two thumbs way up. As a brand, exhausting. Yes. You know what? Nailed it. 
I think that mm-hmm. she puts on she puts on a great show. I think she's cool. I think as a person, she's very intelligent. She's talented. She's interesting. And then everything that has to do with fandom of Taylor Swift and anything about her beyond listening to her music passively, mm-hmm. I can't stand. Is Taylor Swift the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise of entertainers? Whoa, chill. There's Whoa. just a bunch of there's just a bunch something, of fan something excellent. Online. Something excellent that I almost can't stand because of extremely obsessive fans. Uh I think that Taylor Minions? Swift as a whole is hey. better than Sonic as a whole. <laughs> Which is sentence I never thought I'd I love say. this conversation so much. <laughs> I get where you're but like, from. But like probably who's faster, do you think? Who'd win in a okay, race? Okay, so let's do something really quick. Do, uh, do you mean to bounce from relationship to relationship? Because probably still Sonic. Probably still Sonic. So <laughs> if, if Taylor and Dwayne sure. are the love the content, but the brand is exhausting. Yeah. I mean, these are also two of the most successful individuals in the world. So let's find other successful individuals that oh, yeah. don't exhaust us with their brand. I have brand. no beef with either of them personally. No, no, no. I'm yeah. not going against it. I'm like, just trying to play I a like game. I like them both. Like, because for me, it's like, hey, Beyonce, who just won the most Grammys of anyone ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't feel like she has an exhausting brand. Her right? brand is not Correct. exhausting. Correct. It feels like her head is down and she's just working all the time. Correct. And doing whatever she wants and has a private life. Yeah. Is, is, does that make it Far more juxtaposing now when we have the 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 Dwayne the Rock Johnsons of the world and stuff. It's like, man, you don't have to do it this hard. You don't have to try this hard. Yeah. But do I, they have to have it to be that successful? No, I, I I think well they do. I think that's yeah, the difference, right? right? Mm. Beyonce so has like, a level of talent that can talent carry level. her. Yes. Okay. And I think that I think that when I think that the Rock and Taylor Swift at this point, the Rock is more an influencer than he is an actor. And I think that yeah. Taylor is more an influencer than she is a musician. The problem is they are both better suited to just be the first thing they started as and not an influencer. Mm. Yeah. And I think that once once celebrity becomes, once you hit celebrity for celebrity's sake, it takes a specific type of personality to maintain interest and maintain uh, Inter- yeah, fun. Yeah, that's good, dude. So like- Who's our who's our movie uh, Beyonce then? Who's our movie version for The Rock? Meryl Streep has a ton of success. I don't know yeah. if she's the most popular in the world. Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone has an interesting sure. enough Clooney. personality to where she could it, be that yeah. influencer type person. She could be famous just because she's fun and charming and not a good actor. But she is always working, always pops up in great stuff. And her name is enough to make me interested in something. Yeah. You know, Cruz can lean a little bit more the rock sometimes, can he? But he's got a brand a little bit. His can personal brand of like Cruz I'm the only person who's ever been in. What do you mean? I don't think that Cruz promotes himself the way The Rock does. I think that he wow. just has a particular brand that he is protective of. And I would not I would never say that Tom Cruise is a celebrity more than a movie star because that's what he is. He's a movie star. Sure. More than an actor, he's a movie star. We've talked about these sort of subdivisions before. And The Rock is a celebrity more than a movie star, more than an actor? Bingo. Yes. Okay. I think So we got to make sure that they've got other things they're endorsing outside of. So like a Ryan Reynolds or like a… Yeah. They've got products. Would you say Ryan Reynolds is a movie star more than an actor? 
Yes, he's a movie star more than an actor and still a movie star more than an influencer, although the influencer side is growing. But I, I think he has what it takes to do it all fine without yeah. becoming exhausting to me. Dude, I'll tell you what though, on this Valentine's Day, I love and I'm so thankful for the anomaly that is Vin Diesel because he's none of these things at all. He's, he's, not, he's not a movie star. He's, he's really not an actor. But he thinks he's everything. <laughs> Guys, I love that. The so day much. that we the day that we're recording, February 10th, is this is the only time I've ever cared about a trailer release date. The trailer for Fast X releases later today. Oh, and no I way. Not wait, wait, what for time? It. I don't know the time. I've I'm been set I've got like my a Google alert. I'm like <sighs> legitimately I've never been hyped for like trailer releases this day. I'm so excited. I Vin Diesel is so interesting. You are right. He is not an influencer. He is not a movie star. And he is not an actor. He's just a dude. He's also <laughs> a singer. He's also a musician. He's on Spotify. He's yeah, got two he, songs on Spotify. That's true. What Vin Diesel is, is he's one of the last remaining Renaissance men. That's <laughs> uh, guys, twelve. Hey, guys, 12 minutes ago. It released? Wait, it released? 12 minutes ago. Trailer released. Oh, it's only at 2.4 thousand views. 12 minutes ago. It literally ago. just dropped. Like it came out 12 minutes ago. Are we watching the right now? can't keep up. Let's finish the app. Boy, I'm so, I'm, I'm well, just like minutes till Christmas. That works out perfectly. I know. Because I know. it is time to rate this movie. And we're going to do that using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it. And then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken, forsaken us. I forget it. I really bye. do. Bye. I forget think, what? Uh, Valentine's Day. Hmm? I've never heard of it. Oh, it happened. It happened. Thank you, Will and Tommy. Um... Yeah, it's just not. Ashton Kutcher alone makes me not want to watch this movie again. Who? I promise you. I disliked him so much in this movie. And Gary Marshall, I almost want to give him props for managing this many egos in 51 days and quadrupling what this cost. Yeah. Like in the business world, wait, way to go, dude. What a great economy of time. As an investment. But excellent job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah a great yeah. job. But I'm I'm out. I'm gonna stream it. Uh, it's fun enough to put on uh, in the background. Pay attention to some parts, but you could also like play a game on your phone or something during a good chunk of it. Things in the background. Don't be that. Don't be like that. I'm gonna stream it. I'm gonna stream it as well. It's stupid and it's fun. And if it's (laughs) stupid, if it's only stupid and fun, doesn't that mean you forget it? I will watch it again, (laughs) dude. Um, That was bizarre to hear me in my own head right now. I did not be interpersonal did, me, but coming I did from a perfect I Carter voice. That is crazy. <laughs> I know. I know that I will watch this movie again. I really enjoyed my time watching You're it. Such a bully, even though I don't enjoy the movie itself necessarily. Um, yeah, I will watch it again. It's a stream. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay for it. God, I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> but I will definitely watch it again. Gary's not seeing a cent from me. <laughs> not this guy. So I don't know why that is... turned into the Green Goblin at the end. Believe. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought that was a Carter. You're not seeing a cent from me, Gary. No difference, no difference to me. That's uh that's our that's our rating. <laughs> that's our official rating. We're standing by it. Valentine's Day, Gary Marshall, get into it. Or don't. I don't really care. 
It doesn't, Next week. Know, doesn't affect me. Next week. We see Paul Rudd, Tall Rudd, and Small Rudd in Ant-Man nice. and the Wasp, Mania. Love it. And Ev- Ev- Evangeline Lil. <laughs> and Catherine Newtiny. I was going to say Tinkle Doug- Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Less. Yeah. That's very oh, good. Oh, yeah. That's very good. Michelle Pafini. And Jonathan, Michelle five foot, and Jonathan, Michelle five floors, and Michelle five inches. Nice. And Jonathan Miners. Ooh, and Majors. Majors Jonathan nice. Miners. And all and uh, Marvel. So tune in next week as we discuss Lil Murray. The <laughs> Lil wow. Lilium Lilium Murray. Lilium Murray. I'm on board with that. I like that. Make sure you tune in as we discuss the next (laughs) entry in the MCU. Hope it's good. I'm nervous. I'm not. Yeah. I am. Same. No. No, it's going to be great. Love that. The quicker we end this episode, the quicker we can watch the Fast X trailer. Yeah. To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our names and which character from Valentine's Day we would drop into the Fast X universe. For two chunks and a hunk, my name is Jordan. Wonders, that is. And I would submit Anne Hathaway as her character from this movie. On her and, cool uh, little motorcycle thing? No, she would be, she would be doing uh, fo- her phone business but uh, Dom would think that it's somebody he's like actually in love with. And there would be a whole mm. plot about like finding his girlfriend and then he would show up and she'd be like, oh, no, you didn't know what this was. Dang. Yeah, see, that would never happen because Dom's never been wrong about something in these movies. That's actually, that's actually a great point. <laughs> uh, I'm Doge and we're going to drop in Ashton Kutcher uh, driving George Lopez Cousin's car. I'm Carter and George Lopez. In the flower van? Of course. In the flower van. Yeah. 100%, dude. Yeah. Easy. Let's go watch this trailer. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye.